Good morning. This is WCNC's Wake Up Charlotte to Go. I'm Sarah French, and here are your top stories. Turning to more of today's top stories in your morning rush. A CMPD officer now suspended after body cam video shows he repeatedly punched a woman while her hands were behind her back. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Richard Devane here at CMPD headquarters just a day after that body cam footage was released, including the surveillance video of that incident where a woman and a man were arrested at a bus stop. That video going viral with Christina Pierre actually being on the ground and being struck some 17 times by an officer trying to get her in compliance. Now, Chief Jennings says that basically officers follow protocol. That one officer who struck her the 17 times, he has been suspended. Well, this morning, CMPD is asking for your help to find the suspect in a shooting we first brought you on Monday. CMPD says a man was shot multiple times in the University City area. Now, police say he was buying marijuana. They say as he was trying to leave, a different man approached his car and fired multiple shots. Anyone with information should call Crime Stoppers. I'm Bree Jackson in Washington. Today, a vote is expected to formally approve an impeachment inquiry into President Biden. This comes after the House Rules Committee passed a resolution Tuesday to launch a formal investigation into the president. The upcoming vote today, if approved, would give House Republicans added power as they continue to investigate what they allege is corruption by the Biden family. Their inquiry so far has not shown any direct evidence of wrongdoing by the president. Atrium Health is looking to add hospital beds to its Monroe facility. They filed an application with the North Carolina Department of Health and Human Services for additional 13 beds. The project expects to cost $10.5 million and would be completed in September of 2025. MUSC is looking to help improve care for people in Chester County. The university using $100,000 in grant money to add a full-time staff member for the Chester County Community Coalition. The group is in charge of local advocacy and youth programs. Until now, the coalition has operated with limited funding and no paid staff. And that's it for your morning rush. It's time to connect the dots. When we make the news make sense, we are two months away from the South Carolina Democratic presidential primary. But even though the race for the party's nomination is largely settled at this point, state officials still want voters to show up. The Democratic Party in the Palmetto State hopes South Carolina will lead the presidential primary calendar for years to come. Let's connect the dots. President Joe Biden is favored to easily win the Democratic nomination in the Palmetto State, but party leaders still want folks to turn out to the polls on February 3rd. The state newspaper reports the party is spending six figures and hiring 50 staffers for the initiative. Why? For the first time, South Carolina is set to be the first primary of the campaign season giving it serious political power. The DNC chose the state because of its diverse community and volume of rural voters. To prove they can lead the primaries in 2028, state party leaders are hoping big turnout will show how engaged South Carolinians are in the process. And that is Connecting the Dots. Now to the day's checklist. Here are three stories worth knowing about today. One, North Carolina's attorney general suing a Charlotte-based towing company for racial discrimination. AG Josh Stein says A1 Towing Solutions and its owner, David Satterfield, racially targeted customers and illegally towed and booted their vehicles. 
Satterfield is also accused of violating North Carolina's price gouging laws during the COVID pandemic. Number two this morning, race car driver and North Carolina native Cody Ware uh, getting ready to return to the track after being reinstated by NASCAR. He was suspended after being arrested earlier this year. He was accused of assaulting his then girlfriend in Iredell County. Those charges have since been dropped. Charlotte native and UNC football star Tez Walker officially declaring for the 2024 NFL draft. He gained national attention earlier this year because the NCAA refused to let him play because of his transfer to Chapel Hill. It was eventually cleared after sitting out four games. Walker also announced he will not be playing in the Duke's Mayo Bowl against West Virginia. With a goal to stay comfortable this winter, let's winterize your home. Starting at the top, insulate the attic. Think of your attic insulation as a warm blanket that keeps your home warm all winter. Here are some signs that you need better attic insulation. Drafty rooms, rooms that are too hot or too cold, uneven temperatures between those rooms, heating and cooling bills that are just too high. A poorly insulated attic this winter can result in 25% heat loss. That is 25% of your average heating costs put towards energy that's not even heating your home. Inspect your chimney and fireplace. A large amount of warm air is pulled up and out of the chimney. Consider installing glass doors to limit that air from escaping. Windows rank number two behind the attic as a main contributor of heat loss during the winter. Check to make sure they are properly sealed and consider storm windows. Let us also add these items to the checklist. Insulate exposed pipes, clean out the gutters, install and test smoke alarms and carbon monoxide detectors. And if you have a window air conditioner unit, consider either removing it or sealing it during the winter. You'll prevent that chilly air from entering your home and that warm air from escaping. On average, the coldest daytime temperature in Charlotte is 52 and the coldest nighttime temperature on average is 32 degrees. The best setting is the lowest temperature at which your family is comfortable. Most people are comfortable at a setting of 68 to 70 degrees. Consider purchasing a programmable thermostat. That'll help reduce your energy bill while keeping your home comfortable. With this Weather IQ, I'm meteorologist KJ Jacobs, WCNC Charlotte. Here's what's happening across the Carolinas. One person is dead and another injured after a Christmas tree caught fire in Winston-Salem. Three people were inside at the time. Fire crews say the fire started after someone with a lighter got too close to the tree. In Columbia, Harvest Hope Food Bank had to close its doors because of a natural gas leak. Unfortunately, staff turned away those in line for food and donations. The food bank hopes to reopen today, but Dominion Energy is still monitoring the situation. A state-of-the-art electric vehicle battery manufacturer is pumping in $850 million to expand operations in South Carolina. AESC has announced the company is expected to create 450 new jobs in Florence County. The expansion comes as the company enters a multi-year partnership with BMW. And that's what's happening across the Carolinas. Thanks for listening. You can find all these stories and more right now on WCNC.com. Join the Wake Up Charlotte team weekday mornings on WCNC Charlotte from 4.30 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.